Welcome to Nomcast, where we take a deep dive into your food and splash around to see what we can find. I'm your host, Alice Saslavsky, and it's time to dust off the fold-out tables, peg down the marquees, and grab an extra handful of napkins, because today we're going to be taking a trip around some of the world's strangest and most magnificent food festivals. But, as always, before we get into it, I want to ask everyone to check to see if their brains are switched on and fully charged, because there'll be a quiz at the end. Okay, so let's start things off with one of the most notorious food events in the world, La Tomatina. Now, generally, we love food festivals because they're a chance to celebrate the way an ingredient or tradition brings people together. Your grandpa or little cousin may not like the same music or sports teams as you, but we can all usually agree that eating something delicious is a good way to spend time. La Tomatina is kind of like a celebration of togetherness. But instead of sitting down to catch up and eat good food, people arm themselves with overripe tomatoes and spend the afternoon hurling them at each other's faces. Yep, it's the world's biggest food fight. Every year on the last Wednesday of August, tens of thousands of people travel to a little Valithian town called Buñol in the east of Spain to scream and squirm and splat their way through the narrow streets, quite literally painting the town red with tomato juice. The rules of Tomatina are simple. Wear old clothes, goggles are encouraged, keep a safe distance from trucks, and squash the tomatoes a bit before you throw them because a hard tomato to the face is likely to ruin the fun. Ouch! Aside from that, it's just two hours of as much tomato mayhem as you can handle. An estimated 145,000 kilograms worth of tomatoes that are all too old to sell get splattered each year. Legend has it the whole thing began in 1945 when a disagreement broke out between some young men and they decided to get the town's vegetable cart involved. The next year, some of the same people came back, only this time they were armed with some old tomatoes from home. Now the whole thing has escalated into an annual tradition. The weirdest thing is, what began as a disagreement has evolved into a great source of pride for Bunyol. The local hotels get booked out and the town prospers. Once the fight is over, the streets are hosed down using fire trucks and the acid from the tomato juice actually ends up cleaning extra grit from the streets. Everything sparkles a bit brighter and the overall mood is reportedly very happy. Just don't try this one at home. (laughs) But it goes to show that sometimes you have to get your hands dirty to feel refreshed. Looking for a something special for that special someone this Valentine's Day? Download the Ferment to Be fermentation app. We'll match you and that special someone with the perfect fermented foods. Our hampers are practically bursting with a fine selection of salamis, hams, sauerkrauts, kimchi, Kombucha, kefir, tempeh, pickles, slimy, slimy natto, and soft, soft cheese. Simply download the app, enter your name and your star sign. We'll do the rest. Excite your crush like an anaerobic reaction. Because some love was meant to last long past its expiry date. 
Visit fermenttobe.com.au today and use the promo code NOMCAST, that's N-O-M-C-A-S-T, for 20% off your first hamper. I think the organisers of the Chinchilla Melon Festival might have had a similar idea in mind. This Queensland-based event is dedicated to all the fun you can possibly have with a watermelon. If you've ever been tempted to hollow out a melon and turn it into a cool helmet, and let's face it, who hasn't, then this is the festival for you. At Chinchilla, you can go melon skiing, pip spitting, do melon bungee, which just looks like getting flung from a big rubber band across a plastic sheet that's covered in broken melons. You can watch celebrity melon eating, participate in a melon chariot race, and for those who can handle true endurance, you can also do an Iron Man slash woman melon challenge. But of course, not all food festivals are about sliding around on smashed up food. Take the Night of the Radishes, for example. It happens each year before Christmas in the city of Oaxaca, Mexico, and it's a chance for locals to transform humble bunches of radishes into some truly spectacular pieces of art. It started over 100 years ago when some local veggie merchants decided to try their wood carving skills on radishes in an attempt to attract more customers to their Christmas market. It worked so well that soon the veggie sellers started getting a bit competitive with their carvings. It wasn't long before radish carving was officially declared a competition. Over the years, the sculptures got bigger and more elaborate. These days, there's a prize of 12,000 pesos for the best sculpture. So amateurs and professional artisans alike get pretty serious about carving the best scene. Popular subjects include Christmas scenes, ancient Mayan imagery, and local wildlife, such as snakes and alligators. The festival is so popular that thousands of visitors line up, sometimes for hours, to see the carvings before the radishes wilt. And now, from red foods to blue. Specifically, the Blue Food Festival in Bloody Bay, Tobago. Every October, this little town in the Caribbean hosts a festival dedicated to an ingredient called dasheen. It's a root plant that, when ground, turns blue and it attracts thousands of people each year who are keen to see who can make the tastiest, bluest food. There's live steel drum music and limbo dancing to keep people moving through the blueness. The Blue Food Festival is a great example of people using what's available in the most creative, most delicious way possible. A taste of kakadu is another good example. Billed as a cultural food fest 65,000 years in the making, It's a celebration of the bush tucker that's been getting people together for longer than anything else on the planet. There's also a town called New Alsford in England that's just really good at growing watercress. Apparently, they've got the perfect waterlogged soil to grow this leafy, refreshing green. So they've capitalised on their strengths by hosting a whole festival dedicated to watercress. It's probably the only place in the world where you can watch people try and eat 85 kilos worth of watercress as fast as they can. The current record stands at 32 seconds. The Watercress Festival exists simply because Alsford loves watercress and watercress loves growing in Alsford. But some places have a bit of deeper folklore to their food festivals. Take the city of Bern, for example. 
The Swiss capital hosts an annual onion festival that dates back to hundreds of years, to a time when a great fire nearly burnt the whole city to the ground. As the flames grew higher, people from the neighbouring city of Fribourg saw the smoke and leapt into action to help fight the blaze. Once the fire was out, the Bernese thanked them for saving the town by inviting the people of Fribourg over to sell their produce, which was mostly onions. Now the town celebrates friendship, bravery and cooperation by embracing everything onion. You can expect everything from onion tarts and onion necklaces to onion wall hangings. There's even an onion swim where residents dress up as onions and brave the cold waters of the local Are River. Sometimes there's a fine line between bravery and foolishness and it's hard to know how to classify the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling and wake. The event happens every year in Gloucestershire, England, and involves rolling a cheese-shaped object down a very, very steep hill until it reaches speeds of 110 kilometres an hour, then having people race after it to the bottom. It's based on the pagan custom of rolling objects down hills to represent a new year after winter. It's also connected with the traditional scattering of buns, biscuits and sweets at the top of the hill by a master of ceremonies as a fertility rite to encourage the fruits of harvest. But I think lots of people participate these days because running down hills is just really fun. Only this hill doesn't look fun. It looks terrifying. Apparently, 15 people hurt themselves and three ended up in hospital with serious injuries after a race in 1993. A visiting journalist from the Sydney Morning Herald once described the event as 20 people chasing cheese off a cliff and tumbling 200 yards to the bottom where they're scraped up by paramedics and packed off to hospital. Still, despite safety concerns, the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling and wake gets more and more popular every year. It's like I always say, you can't stop people chasing cheese dreams to the bottom of the hill. All right, quiz time. Question one. In which Swiss city do they hold an onion festival? Question two. What's the current record for eating 85 kilograms of watercress? Is it A, 32 seconds, B, 2 minutes 10, or C, 3 minutes and 42 seconds. Question 3. What's one type of dancing you can expect to find at the Blue Food Festival? Question 4. In which country is the Radish Festival held? Question 5. Name two events at the Chinchilla Melon Festival. Question 6. At which festival can you find the oldest food traditions in the world? Okay, that's all we have time for today. Make sure you check phenomenom.com.au for the quiz answers and for more deep dives from the Phenomenom Nomcast. Over and out. This podcast was brought to you by Hort Innovation using the mushroom and onion research and development levies and funds from the Australian government. For more information, visit horticulture.com.au. For more information on Phenomenon, check out phenomenon.com.au.